Here's a pop quiz for you. In streaming video, what's more important, video or audio? Well, in case you haven't guessed, we're going to talk about five simple ways you can improve the audio with your streaming video, next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. I forgot what episode this is. Does anybody know? Three-something. 326, maybe? I don't remember. Sorry. I don't know. You're on your own. We're getting into the muscle car numbers here eventually. Yeah, we are. Yeah, Yeah. 327 pretty soon here. Uh, I had a Jeep with a 327 in it one time. So uh, welcome, everybody. My name is Phil Thompson. He is Steve Lacey. Steve, I I, I reached a milestone today. What was that? I was able to get into a pair of jeans that I have not been able to get into for like four or five months. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's pretty quick. Because you yeah. haven't been doing your thing for but only what this is the third week or so? Oh no, no, it's been thirty-five days. Thirty oh, okay. thirty. This is day thirty-six. So I'm I'm counting my carbs. I did this years Not ago. Your carbs, my, your calories. My calories. You're right. Yeah. I I'm yes. counting my calories. I did this about, I don't know, 12, 13 years ago and lost close to 20 pounds. And uh, I, I, I don't know if I want to really lose 20 pounds, but I was hoping to lose at least eleven or twelve. And I've I've lost eleven, I think. And I was able to get into the pants and I, you know, I've got people that know I'm doing this are just mocking me saying, you don't need to lose weight. Why do you, why are you doing this? And, and I'm not obese, but, but I couldn't get in this. There's a couple of pairs of pants I couldn't get into. And I had to wear some pants back in February for something. And if anybody knows me, you know, I don't wear pants. I, I we're in Arizona, we're in Tucson, I'm wearing shorts. Uh, I'm lucky if I have a flannel shirt on, this is a flannel shirt. I don't really need it on today, but I have it on because it's a little chilly in the mornings, but I, I, it, I just, I don't want to go out and buy new pants because you know, you, I mean, you're going to continue to gain weight if you don't do something about it. Right. Yeah, so then you it. keep buying new pants every year, or every six months. And so I thought this is ridiculous. So I started counting calories and uh, yeah, I've lost some weight. I, I feel pretty good about myself. I'm going to keep going for a while. You're the, you're a model. Well, you're a model for, and I did the same thing not long after you started doing the thing, thing, same thing was that several years, because I I spent most of my life trying to gain weight. Right. So I really struggled to put on the pounds until I turned 40 something and then it came natural. So, (laughs) yeah, exactly. So I I just want to wear, you know, I I don't, I mean, you know, it's, it's nice not to have a huge gut, but the bottom line for me was I just want to wear stuff I I bought and and not have to replace it, you know? So, uh, but, and the also nice thing about counting calories is you, you, uh, you become kind of mindful of what you're eating, you know? So you're not just slamming stuff down uh, and and not thinking about it. You know, you're thinking, okay, I got to be a little careful here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember yeah. going through it and then you record them all day long and you get to the end of the day, yep. and you're like, man, I want one of those Reese's peanut butter cups. And you go looking like, 
I can't have one till tomorrow. I'm going to make save room for tomorrow. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's hard. So anyhow, all right. So what are we talking about today on our wonderful podcast? We are talking five easy ways to improve the audio of your church's live stream. Five easy ways to improve the audio. There's probably much more than five, but we thought we would talk a little bit about this. By the way, I, I want I want to say this right off before we get into the topic here. I want to extend my condolences to uh, Johnny Wyatt's family. Uh, Johnny Wyatt, we had him on here. Uh, actually, if you if you look in January of our podcast, I think it's called The Story Continues, and it's is it a 30-minute interview with Johnny White. We've had him on here before. Uh, he was 80 years old. He passed away of uh, cancer, and uh, we actually talked to him about his health. He, he knew he had stage four cancer when we talked to him back in, uh, we actually, it was late December, but it was published in January. And so we want to extend our condolences to his family. He passed away this past weekend. And uh, if you, uh, if some of you know who Johnny is, some of you don't, but he was somebody that's been around for a long time and in areas of church and, and even helping churches after he retired from, from doing ministry and music ministry, he actually started his own little company to help churches and, and businesses uh, in the area of marketing. So uh, our hearts go out to Johnny's family. Yep. One of my favorite people. Yeah, but it really good. It was a good podcast too. So check catch that it was in January uh, of, of this year. All right. So back to our topic here, audio. So uh, <clears throat> I, I've maintained this and I think other people will agree with me. What's most important in your streaming video? It's audio. I believe yeah. audio is most important in your streaming video. Now video is obviously very important, but uh, if you have really great video, but your audio stinks, guess what? People are not going to be sticking around. It's a painful experience. Uh, but if you have really good audio or, or you know, audio that's that's certainly passable, that's good, uh, your, your video doesn't have to be super crystal clear. Uh, people will hang around, they'll watch, they'll get something out of it. Uh, but if you just don't have good audio, adios amigos, people will right. not hang around. Yeah, a lot, lots of people focus on the video first, but the audio is... Yeah really more important. We got, um, I was babysitting for my son recently, just this week. And we, my wife and I, after the kids were all in bed, um, we turned on uh, actually a show that we watched together and I had to Chromecast it because I was over at my son's house (laughs) and the audio was just, we couldn't figure it out. It was just, we were having to turn it up really loud to figure it. And it's, it's a, you know, television production thing. It just didn't sound right. And it was lagging. It was also, I don't know if this is because of the Chromecast deal, but uh, it made it, you know, you, you, you normally, if everything's going well, it's kind of like the thing that we talk about with um, sound guys. If, uh, if, uh, if no one notices, that means you did a really good job. <laughs> if something happens, everyone turns around and goes, Oh my gosh, this guy's really messed up. So it was one of those deals where we watch the show all the time. Don't ever think about the sound quality, but we could not um, understand it. And it was just kind of muffled and yeah. 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 So the good news is today uh, equipment is, is really pretty reasonable out there uh, all sorts of equipment. And so that's our first point when it comes to uh, having good audio ways to get good audio, simple ways. The first point is invest in good equipment. Now this goes, this includes not just audio stuff, but cameras. And, and you know, the nice thing about it today is even consumer grade 
cameras. I, I know we're talking about audio today, but consumer grade camcorders today are really pretty good. <laughs> and so if you want to start off, you know, you can get some consumer grade equipment, uh, just you know, look around a little bit, be careful, but you can get some good equipment uh, to do streaming video and, and you can get some good audio equipment. Uh, and you don't have to pay a fortune for it. Yeah, there's, um, I, I think uh, Samsung's kind of following the lead of Apple. You know, Apple's done these commercials where they put on there, completely filmed on the iPhone 12. Right. And I just saw one that was that was completely filmed at night on an Android, on a Samsung phone. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. and that's network quality stuff or it passes as network quality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it just comes from a, from a cell phone with a dinky little lens on it. Right. So yes, yeah. you can, the quality has really gone up and the prices have come down. So, uh, yeah, we do recommend, you know, we, we have people ask us all the time because we, we do streaming video. That's our main gig around here. Uh, we do have people ask, well, can I stream using, you know, can I put a live encoder on my camera, on my, my phone, you know, my iPhone or whatever Android phone. And, and we say, yeah, you can do that. They, they make live encoders. Uh, but the biggest issue with that is the audio, uh, and and but you can get around that as well because you could probably connect something to your phone uh, to get better audio, I would think. But mm. wouldn't you say that or not? I don't well, think so. There is no, no mic in on your well, I guess on your phone, so you're not. And the other big problem is there's yeah. no zoom. So most yeah, churches right. yeah. are putting a we'll camera, you know, at the back of the sanctuary, and so or it's a digital zoom, which is not yeah. nearly as good as an optical zoom. So, uh, yeah, if you're filming a camera, I mean, filming a, a commercial at night and everybody's right in front of you and then, yeah, it yeah. Can, you can pull it off. Yeah. Uh, they didn't mention whether the audio, I know the audio wasn't because it's, it's all piped in audio for the commercials. Right. So maybe the, yeah. the video was captured, but I doubt yeah. the audio was done. Well, and that's just, you know, that, that's, that's an extra bonus here to this podcast is, yeah, you can stream with your 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 camera your mobile device but uh you better figure out a way to get good audio because <laughs> that's usually the drawback so yeah all right yeah so anyhow uh investing and, and again when, when we talk and we've talked about this before but but you know i i say invest and not just buy but invest because if you do get something you are investing uh mm-hmm. you know if you spend a little bit of money uh, if you can do it uh you see it as an investment for your church and it will pay off in the long run all right so number two is monitor the audio. Monitor the audio. You'd be surprised uh, how many people don't do this when it comes to streaming video. Yeah. Uh, but and it's a little. It, it, I understand it's a little tricky to do because. And when I say monitor, what I'm saying here is actually monitor the stream. Uh, yes. Although you should monitor, you should definitely monitor what's coming into your your switcher or what's coming into your mixer you should monitor that in, in real time when you go when you do streaming video there is a delay and that's where i think people get discouraged yeah. and they don't the, listen yeah the, and the the big the biggest challenges are it's either way too low where you can barely hear it with your speakers turned all the way up or it's completely overdriven and those are just super yeah. easy things to that you'll catch if you're going to the end of the road here, which is the where the stream ends up on the phone or the web or um, you know wherever it may be. Yeah. Uh, and we have lots of new churches that are new to streaming, and it's um, 
more than not, it seems like it's overdriven where they've turned the gain way too high. And so everything is distorted and blasting. Right. Yeah. Very distracting. Uh, And and so again, uh, you know, when you actually listen to the stream, uh, it's it's, the industry standard is going to be about a 40 to 60 second delay. Uh, and you know, nobody, if you're in the church, you don't know that, but, but, so it's not a big deal, but if you're trying to monitor the audio, uh, you have to make small adjustments and then listen, <laughs> sit there and, and, and be patient for the, for 40 seconds or so and see what kind of an adjustment, you know, see how that worked. And if you need to continue to make adjustments, you make little adjustments and then continue to listen. Cause you could have a delay if you're listening to the live stream. Uh, and so it does take patience. It does take some attention to detail. Mark Small over there at a live church, uh, one of the best at doing that, I think. Uh, Tony Harrison's good too, uh, but I know Mark always did a great job when he was uh, monitoring the sound on yeah. the stream. And they have in their setup, they have a switch that says, "I want to listen to the live stream," you know, as as everyone else hears it, and they'll switch over to that. And then they also have you know headphones listening to the incoming audio to make sure that and the or or their outgoing audio because we at our place we we re we mix the audio for the web separately than the house yeah yeah so they listen to it in real time and then uh, the streaming time is a little bit different uh so all right so monitor the audio i mean really take some time to do this and yep and the other thing is do it on i mean if you can afford to do it on several devices you know pull out your phone see what it sounds like there yeah you know, you got a decent set of speakers on your computer. Let's see what it sounds like there. Yeah. Um, the, the devil's in the details is an old saying, no pun intended, but it's really true. If you, if you can just pay attention to some of those details, uh, it will make a world of difference for the people watching your video. The, the experience will be so much better when you really take the time out to tweak it. And then also, you know, keep an eye on it too, because things do change depending on who's on, who's on the platform speaking, uh, you know, what's going on at the time, if there's music, if there's uh, somebody else getting up to talk, that's maybe different than the pastor, uh, you know, all that stuff, there's changes, you know, in volume, uh, because of the different things happening on the stage, uh, you know, at the podium. And so you really got to pay attention to that. And it's not hard, you just have to, you just have to do it. <laughs> yes. All right. So number three on our list, number Mike, three, Mike placement is critical. Microphone, microphone placement is critical. So, you know, there's lots of different microphones out there. I would recommend using some kind of a, uh, well, not necessarily. So you have lapel and then you have, what's the, what's the one that hangs from your ear, Steve? I can't think off the top of my head. You have lapel that, that generally is referred to as something you clip on your collar. Right. Uh, and then there's the, there's the type that kind of hangs down from your ear like with the, with the ear, with the ear and the mouthpiece, what's that called? Uh, Uh, I I can't think of it. Somebody, somebody will tell us later, but I think, you know what I'm talking about. Those, the good ones that are hanging down from your head, from your ear, those are expensive, (laughs) especially if they're remote, especially if they're, uh, you know, if they use, if they're not really connected to a long cable. <laughs> I'm using some really technical terminology <laughs> yeah. here, right? So typically, <laughs> typically there's a, a, a small box that's worn on their 
yeah, belt like, right. in it's behind a, them or some other place. The signal, that, radio the, signal is what it the, is. That the mic goes to, <laughs> there is a cord from the headset to the, uh, or a headset mic would be <laughs> what, what you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. But there's, there's a technical term for it. Anyhow, but but so, you know, those things are usually the best because they're if, when, a, when, a, when the speaker is moving around, you know, he's turning left and right, you know, it's hanging down and it's right in front of his mouth or close to his mouth. So th- it's consistent is what I'm getting at. The sound's consistent. Mm-hmm. The level's usually consistent. You know, if they're lapel mics, which hang down usually around your collar, they're probably okay as long as you can tweak them and tune them in really good. And, and, you know, you're, you're working good with them and, and those are probably the next best thing. But then the other microphones are, you know, the ones you have on a stand and you got a stand and it sits there in front of the person uh, that can be problematic in the sense that if the person gets up and walks around and doesn't take the microphone with them, <laughs> uh, you know, then you've got some problems there. Uh, if the mic placement is not where it should be, if it's too far away, you know, and then you're going to get uh, issues with the sound feedback, audio problems with that. If it's too close, uh, that can be problematic as well. So my microphone placement, or, or even I could even add to this point, the type of microphone is very critical. And, uh, you know, again, we talked about doing things on a budget, but if you can get something uh, like a lapel mic or something that's that's uh, you know head a headset mic, which is yeah. more expensive, but if you can do that, that's an investment and that will be really good and much easier. Uh, the problem with mic placement is if you if you have if somebody's walking around with, the, with they're holding a handheld mic and they're walking around, and uh, it's possible you could get feedback depending on where your main speakers are placed, your your house speakers, and so sometimes you get feedback and. And your sound person really has to stay on top of things. Yeah. And we didn't include in this list, but it goes without saying sound check. So do your sound check prior to the service. Yeah. Yeah. I served at church last weekend and we completely experienced every problem you can during the run through. And then the the service went flawless, which is kind of, it's usually yeah. the other way around the, the run throughs flawless and then the, the wheels fall off during the service, but <laughs> yeah. we had the wheels fall off during the run through, which was challenging because they have a clock set for the run through and they want the band to go through all their songs and rehearse and practice and all that stuff. Right. And we found that everything went wrong. So we were running out of time. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're right. I mean, a run through definitely is a sound check is good. Uh, uh, and I should have probably put that on the list, but yeah, very simple sound check, make sure. And when we say sound check, this is another bonus to our notes here, by the way, you can find our notes, but just go on the blog.streamingchurch.tv. Uh, the bonus is sound check. Yeah. Sound check everything. I mean, uh, we used to do that where I was at, we would make the guy who's speaking or the gal that's speaking, get up and do a sound check before the service, you know, right. and, and, and music. walk to where they're going to walk and, you know, whatever that may be, you know, yeah. kind of do a full on rehearsal of that. Yeah. You experience everything, what it's like when I stand in front of these house speakers over here. So, right. And look, I, I know, you know, especially if you're a volunteer listening to this, I know it's hard to reel these people in. I mean, I understand it's hard to get the senior pastor, you know, to get out there and, and do this before the service starts because he or she is involved in other things and, and your musicians are busy doing things. But, uh, it's real important to do this stuff. And I know it's a challenge, but if you can begin to do it on a regular basis, then it can become, 
you know, part of what you do Sunday mornings and everybody expects it, knows it. And, and they're there early enough to do a sound check and life is much better than if you didn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Moving on. Number four. It's your favorite. Yeah. Check for background noise. Check for background noise. Anybody hear any background noise right now? Let's listen. They do. <laughs> I don't hear anything. Uh, well, if you listen, if you have a keen ear, you'll you'll see that uh, we have some background noise. But yeah. And ask someone to do a critique of your audio to get a fresh pair of ears listening. Yeah. So you want to well, get somebody that can, you know, listen through the whatever the background noise may be. Yeah. So uh, what we're alluding to earlier, what Steve is doing, this is Steve's pet peeve, is I have a fountain here in my office and uh, we're doing this. We, we've been doing these podcasts now, even before the pandemic, you know, using Skype or Zoom or something. So Steve's in his office across town here in Tucson. I'm on mine and I have a water fountain and sometimes you hear it and sometimes you don't. And I guess you hear it now. I can hear it myself. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, so, you know, I don't think it's a big deal. He does. And so, uh, but getting back to church stuff, uh, you know, there's sometimes there can be things happening that we get so used to it, like I am with my water fountain, you get so used to it that you just, it just, you know, it's oblivious. It's like, you know, you walk in, there's a stain on the carpet. Well, you see that stain on the carpet every week and you just kind of forget about it. A new person walks in and right away they see the stain on the carpet. Well, it's the same way with your audio issues. You know, you get used to hearing the door slamming. Or, or somebody's going in and out and the, the you know, the well, hinges need yeah. some oil or something, yeah. you know, that's, well, that's kind of our next, the, but this one's kind of about the hum of electronics, you know, when you yeah. power everything up, you hear this, right. or even, you know, just other, other yeah. sounds, you know, the airs, the AC is coming on and the AC kicks or, in yeah. or, you know, all these things that you just need to be aware of that check for that background noise and, yeah. Yeah, and, Make sure and that it's not distracting the broadcast. And as you mentioned earlier, it's always good to get a different set of ears, maybe listening, uh, maybe not every time, but but occasionally have somebody listen for a little bit to to your to your video and and just maybe even shut the video off. Maybe you can do that. Just shut the video part off, or don't look at the video and just listen and see what you can pick out, see what you can hear, uh, and uh, and take it from there. Because uh, there's noises that, that come on, and some of them are very distracting, some of them aren't. But, you know, there may be some things which brings the point, you're right, I got ahead of myself, point number five, kind of ties Is, into this. Yeah, so quite the unwanted noise. I know at our house, we redid our stairs, and they went from being... Um, very quiet because they were a carpeted stair mm-hmm. to a very noisy stairs. <laughs> There's no sneaking up or down stairs anymore. Plunk, plunk, um, plunk, plunk. Yes, yes. The the each rung will, depending on where you step, will pop, you know, as you put your weight on it. So not every one of them, but it's not it's not great. They look great, but they don't sound great at all. So good. I mean a good example is if you have a wooden um, stage up front and people are walking your pastor or others are walking across stage and the stage is creaking or, um, you know, things like that. Uh, there's things you can do to, uh, correct that. For me, we have a, um, we just had got new AC system in our house. That's probably been a few years ago now, but one of the things that I, that I did, since we put tile upstairs instead of carpeting, it gets really noisy. 
is I put a bunch of carpeting into the um, return area for the AC. It seemed to make some of a difference. So oh. just padded that whole area with, um, with carpeting. And if I was to lay a rug down in front of where that return is, it probably also helped quite a bit. But. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I used to have my office, uh, I work out of my home and I, uh, my office was just a little bit, uh, east of me here in, in, in one of the other rooms. And it was right next to where the outside air conditioning unit was. And so it would kick in in the summertime, it would kick in and it was right next to the window in the corner of this house that we live in. And it just would annoy me. So when my son moved out, I went ahead and took his room, his bedroom and set up my office in here. And it makes a huge difference because I'm away from that AC unit. You can still hear it, but it's not as loud as it was. So there's things you can do. But as you were saying, Steve, get creative a little bit and see what you can do. Uh, and like I mentioned the, the earlier point, you know, put some WD-40 or something on the door hinges. And mm-hmm. and because uh, there are sounds that you could maybe work with. Uh, you were talking about noises and this I'm off track here a little bit. But my son used to say he could always hear when I was coming down the hallway and we have carpet. And you can hear me because my ankles crack and pop. I, I have ankle injuries from playing basketball years ago and, and they pop and crack when I walk anywhere. And he could always hear when he was little, he could always tell it was me walking down the hallway. Cause uh, anyhow, there's nothing I can do about that. Yeah. Just, they, they crack and pop. And the other thing is, I mean, this is getting a little further into it, but we, something we experienced at our facility is we had, um, uh, a facility with just blank walls, large blank walls that we did have carpeting, but the carpeting was one of those kind of indoor outdoor, really right. um, short, thin or, you know, hard carpeting. And so the sound would just reverberate yeah. throughout the auditorium. And so they um, spent some time and put together just decorative panels yeah. yep. on the wall to, to get the noise down. Yeah, we did that where I was at too. We had similar situation. Uh, our ceiling wasn't as high, uh, but we we had the walls that were bare, like you were saying. And so we they put together some some uh, some some blocks, some squares with fabric on them. Uh, they looked really ugly. I, I I felt like you know you could you could have done a little. I mean, you would put that much effort into it. You could have made it look a little nicer, but it did help. And so, yeah, you can do some creative things. There's soundproofing stuff. I used to have it here in the office when I, maybe in my other office, I put some soundproofing pads up. Uh, I used to do broadcasting, as some of you know, on radio. And we used to do, we used to have a room that we did a lot of production in. Well, everything, even the live stuff. And we had a bunch of these, uh, they, they look like big sponges almost. And you can get them anywhere. In fact, I yeah. was looking at somebody, Brady Shear did some kind of a deal on how to do a podcast and he bought a bunch of them and was showing, you can get them at Home Depot and stuff. All right. My, my son's a, a broadcaster for a, uh, for an online game. And so he has, right. he's, yeah. it's kind of his passion second career right now. Yeah. So he's, he's decked out his place with sound deadening and lighting and gotten the real high end mics and nice. So yeah, yeah. He's, he's kind of gone all out and I guess it makes a big difference. Yeah. So there's lots of things you can do. Uh, we're, we're, let's wrap this up here. You know, you can make a difference. Your audio uh, really needs to be really good and your video doesn't have to be as good. Uh, if you can have great video and great audio, great, more power to you, but uh, make sure you look at, look, give, spend some attention, <laughs> put some time and energy in your audio. It will make a, a world of difference. And uh, your people will appreciate people that listen to your 
either your podcast or your, uh, your video, your streaming video will thank you for it. Mm-hmm. All right. So this uh, podcast is brought to you by mychurchdaily.com. Uh, if you Easter's coming up and if you would like to have something that would connect your people better with your church, uh, you could be on Alexa's flash briefing. Alexa has a flash briefing that, that they have enabled. Uh, when I say Alexa, I'm talking about the Amazon Echo devices. Much There's many of them out there, different shapes and sizes. MyChurchDaily.com gives you the ability to do little, um, little three to five minute deals. You can do a little longer, but really three to five minute flash briefings that uh, you can set up, record it, upload it to MyChurchDaily.com. And uh, we can get you set up so that your church members can uh, get their flash briefing every morning if they want, and they can get up to date on things that are happening. In fact, we'll probably get to do an article on that again next week. Uh, just go to blog.streamingchurch.tv to see more about that. So check it out, mychurchdaily.com, free trial, 14-day free trial. If you need help, we're always here. It's, it's full disclosure, right? It's us. We, we have this product. And so if you need help with it, we're here to help you every step away. All right, Steve, we're done here. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Steve. And uh, thank you for listening to or watching the Church Solutions Podcast. We sure appreciate it. We'll catch you next, on, next time on another episode. Please take care of yourselves and each other. We'll see you soon.